just wanna kill myself Won't you help me build myself I just need to heal myself All this pain I'm still myself Anxiety's depriving me Happiness I try to keep All these feelings inside of me Mary, why'd you lie to me? I'm just trying to find a peace of mind and a peace of shine when it's dark out Why you trying to take a peace of mind when I'm weak and trying with your heart about? Life will do you win, but I learn to swim, especially when the shark's out This a dog-eat-dog world, they'll kill you for you, let your bark out I'm just this episode of Enjoying Entrepreneurship featuring Jenya Evans, CEO and founder of the Pen to Pad Agency, is about a woman that is very phenomenal. Her name is Jenya Evans, and she's here to do and be the best assistant ever. She is here to help you out with your to-do list, um, the things that you don't have time for, and just helping you manage your lifestyles to achieve the goals that are in front of you um, more on a short-term um, basis. So, Check out this episode of Jenya. She is a Jamaican, well, Jamaican, who is from the Atlanta, Georgia area. So definitely check her out and let's get into this. Jenya Evans, and what is the Pen to Pad Agency LLC? Hello. Jenya is, and it's funny because <laughs> my family. But to others, my name is Jenya. Either way is sufficient um, for me. I'm an educator, I'm a sociologist, and I'm a public administrator. I'm a first-generation uh, graduate with my bachelor's, my bachelor's and my master's degree. Um, I, I culturally define myself as a Jamaican. Most Jamaicans would know that. I'm half Jamaican, half American, born and raised in Atlanta, I'm someone's younger sister, I'm an aunt, I'm a cousin to the next rising generation. Um, the pen to pad agency, um, it provides service, assistance services um, to local businesses and upcoming entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs currently in Atlanta, Georgia. We basically service all things you don't have time for, um, and I like to say managing lifestyles. So how was your life growing up? Um, I grew up in a non-traditional family. Um, my mother passed of, a, of ovarian cancer when I was six years old. My grandmother raised myself and my three older siblings. Um, I basically got my work ethic from my grandmother. She worked two jobs until I was in high school, um, provided for us. And um, she, wakes, she used to wake us up Saturday morning. Early, 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 you're up before 12 all the time. Um, she's very seasonal. She likes to be in her garden and raking leaves. So every season we were out there helping out. Uh, <laughs> her house was absolutely spotless, so you make sure you clean after yourself. <laughs> and then once I became of age, she kind of uh, molded me into like a very independent and responsible um, young adult, so I started working very early, um, started taking on a lot of responsibilities, such as buying my own school clothes or wh whatever I needed or I wanted. I had a job now, so I, I had to take care of it. <laughs> so I, I believe um, I got both uh, my work ethic from my grandmother, definitely. Uh, she was very firm, uh, and I was her helper. I helped I was tech savvy. I helped with any technical difficulties she may have. I put up everything. I was just like the helper pretty much. So that was my growing up. Okay, so I especially know you know how to cook. So if you was lying, your grandma, I know you know how to cook real, real good. <laughs> so what was your dream job growing up? And it's funny, I actually can't remember fantasizing about a dream job. Um, I was one of those students that was just well-rounded. 
I could do pretty much any subject if I applied myself enough. <laughs> so I really didn't have a dream job that I was like, oh, that's what I want to be when I grow up. Initially went to college, what was your degree plan set for? And <laughs> this is another funny thing. Um, in high school, we used to get, uh, I'm not even sure if they're still doing now, but we got um, college vouchers. We could just apply to school. And I didn't even know that I was going to even get into school. School wasn't um, pretty much my first option. I didn't want to go to college. It's just something mandatory in our uh, family. <laughs> you had to go to college. Um, so I went to Benedict College, actually, um, my freshman year in South Carolina, and I got a scholarship to go there. So I just like, okay, maybe this is a sign. Like, we just go to school. <laughs> then I ended up transferring to um, – uh, Atlanta State and majoring in sociology. Okay, so how did you become an educator, and what do you like about um, being an educator? Um, I believe I've always been an educator. Um, once, once I got my first job, I got it at the um, Social Security Administration in Atlanta. That was my very first job. Like, who would have thought, <laughs> you know, 16, 7-year-old working in corporate um, after they kind of closed that program down. Uh, I got so many recognitions from a lot of the older uh, people within the the building, and I was recommended um, to work at Cameo Production Studios with Miss um, Camille Gilmore. Uh, so I did that for actually five years. It's a dance studio. She has a after school program, and I was her, basically her assistant. That's where it actually I feel like it started right there. I did that for about a, um, a good five years, and after that, any job that I really applied for was really in youth development, um, after school programs, summer camps, YMCA's, boys, um, boys and girls clubs. I could never get a regular job after that. <laughs> I enjoyed working with kids to the fullest. Um, and then I started working as a substitute teacher, uh, going to different charter schools, STEM charter schools, technology um, charter schools, um, environmental charter schools. So I got to do something different every single day with a group of kids with so much energy and no matter what type of day I had or what kind of morning I had that day, once you step into those school doors, they don't care about none of that. They're just ready to have fun and learn, and I just love the energy that kids bring. Um, I learn so much from them. They learn so much from me. I'm able to build relationships. I can substitute for a third-grade class, and the next day I can sub for a fifth-grade class, and the whole third-grade the whole third grade knows my name. So I just, I just love the environment that kids bring, and I just want to pour into them. Wow, that's, that's crazy. It's like you became uh, an adult at a young age, especially with working at cor- in corporate America and then it's like everything fell into place for you with the people who God put in your life um, as far as, um, I don't know if you would call them mentors or you would just call them your boss, um, but the people you actually worked um, with and for, they actually help you to become the person that you are now. Um, so how was the Pentapad agency created? Uh-huh. Um, the name actually came from um, basically that that break in between figuring out I wanted to go back to school, you know, what I wanted to do. Um, at that time, I was juggling three jobs and was constantly jotting down everything I needed to do with whether it was household things I needed to take care of, bills, my day-to-day, what job I had to go to, what schedule I had to put in, you know. So I was always writing something down or forgetting to do something. I would wash clothes and have paper in my pocket because I was writing something down. I put it in my pocket. So I was like, 
I'm going to name it pen to pad because that's all I do. Like, until this day, I have to have something to write with. And that's just how I grew up. Um, my family, my grandma never drove, so we took the bus um, until I got my driver's license. And I just always had to have something in my hand. I had to um, read a book or write something down. I just always had to write something down. So I've named it pen to pad. <laughs> Um, I basically think um, an assistant is just a well-rounded individual, Um, someone that's seasoned, has their own little tricks and trades, experiences, and that that willingness to just learn, learn different personalities, um, learn different jobs or tasks that come their way, being fearless because you're you're pretty much the face of someone else's company. Like, you, you have to have a different demeanor about yourself. You have to have great composure and not, you know, be drawn under pressure. I actually love being under pressure. I think I did my best work in college under pressure. (laughs) So I kind of, I like it. I like criticism, like people telling me, you know, I don't like it this way, do it this way, because now I have different ways that I can complete a task or I have a different way to handle a difficult person or I have the knowledge to, um, give feedback that can help someone else that may not even know, you know, the situation at hand. And I love to learn. So just a well-rounded person um, that's willing to do, I don't want to say what you ask, but what you need, like assistance. And another thing is you're able to understand um, many people um, in a way where um, you're being vulnerable and, the fact that you can say, okay, I am allowing you to tell me how you want things done and I'm going to learn how to do things is is very selfless and it shows that you're able to do um, whatever you need to do to get the job done. Um, so that's, that's a really good thing. And I, I think that um, the fact that you have a sociology degree, that definitely – I know that plays a a great part in um, with helping you understand um, the clients that you actually work with. So while building your business, did everyone support your vision? Um, explain that to me. Um, of course, no one really understands what's going on in your own little, you know, your mentality or the place you are in life. So. Um, family-wise, and then I had so many jobs. One year I found eight W-2s, so they could tell you how many jobs I kind (laughs) of bounced around. And most people would think that, you know, you know, that's not a good report on your resume. You know, you you went to this job and you went to that job, but it, it comes with understanding your worth, I believe, if no one wants to promote you and you continue, you're doing the same thing over and over and over. I wasn't challenged enough. So why would I stay and work for a company that's not challenging me mentally and not like not trying to see me grow? Um, so my family, they were like, you know, you have another job. One thing about you, you stay with a job. I'm like, of course I always have a job, but <laughs> it's what I want to do. I got to, do something that's going to make me get up in the morning and want to go to work. And that has always been my mentality when it comes to um, we're working. And it actually toughened me up because now I get to explain how, like you said, how all this kind of, all of my experiences and all the jobs that I, uh, I was able to inquire and do and do and be able to show my perfection and, um, show what I can do to other people, to other clients. That gives me a better rapport with everyone else because I'm like, oh, yeah, I know Jia. She knows how to work. She's a hard worker. That's how I get my clientele um, right now. It's just people knowing my character as a person and knowing that I'm going to provide great service. Yeah, and that's a little bit of how I think about things, Um, especially when it comes to, finding your niche and getting you're at the job until you find what you fulfill what you actually needed from that job and I don't look at it as like oh well you can't have a job for so long or 
this and this and this. At my graduation, um, our valedictorian, she gave a speech, and she was basically saying, when you graduate from high school, like now is the time to bounce around and find what you want to find from this job and that job and go where you want to go and do what you feel the need and the desire to do because if you don't, you'll never know if that is actually what you should be doing in your life. And it's like the fear of the unknown. So especially like, it's just like, okay, you know when you're little and you have a cookie jar in the kitchen and you're like, okay, well, I wonder if mama, grandma, auntie, if somebody know how many cookies really in that jar and they older people are like, oh, I got eyes in the back of my head, so I know. So if you go steal a cookie, will they really know? Or will you really feel your craving of wanting that cookie? You will never know until you actually try it. So, I mean, it might land you a butt woman, but <laughs> at least you know that you're going you're gonna to fulfill that desire to actually get that cookie. So that that's how I see it when it comes to a job and moving from job to job. It is not a bad thing unless you actually not doing good on the job. So I'm glad that you have that mindset and you know that you didn't deserve to be in a um, position where you weren't being, um, they weren't seeing your worth and actually like giving you the challenges that you needed because everybody, you can't stay stagnant in one job because that's how things fall off and you get replaced and jobs get closed and positions get closed and a whole bunch of stuff happens. So with that being said, what are the um what are some specific tasks that you do um that you help other entrepreneurs or companies with? Well, at the Pantopat Agency, we specialize in all things you don't have time for, and that's exactly what I mean. Anything you don't have time for, that to-do list, you just keep pushing in the back and you're jumping right to your priorities and forgetting those little things. I'm here to do those little things. Um, I broke down my categories into uh, administrative and customer service where I'm Organizing meetings or appointments, booking, traveling appointments, uh, organizing events, um, reminding the manager about certain tasks or deadlines, typing, reports, managing database or implementing things. And then we have um, our reoccurring assistants. And this is just for those people that, you know, don't want to really commit to something monthly or or on a weekly basis, I just want you to go pick up this uh, this package and drop it off at my house. Or, you know, every Tuesday I'm going to need you to be here and help me out uh, organizing my closet for spring cleaning or something. So reoccurring assistance for those that just want those quick tasks to be done, uh, pick up to drop off any tutorial, tutorial um, sessions for children, um, corporate lunches, drop-off, decorating for a birthday party, those things. Um, then we have our marketing. I get this a lot, actually, you know, social media or, you know, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. You just want to build your business a little more. You may have a large project um, that you want to implement or a pop-up shop or, you know, just need some assistant hands-on, getting stuff organized and delegating those things. Um, our marketing assistant uh, will help do that. And then we have our personal assistant where we just help those people day-to-day. These are people with multiple, multiple businesses that just really need someone to oversee uh, certain aspects of their business or something uh, personal like home um, actually getting in your business. So if you don't want no one in your business, <laughs> that's what personal assistant means, that you're going to be, um, if I have to wake up in the middle of the night to answer a phone call, then we're going to be in each other's business. We're going to be glue, I'll be your right hand, things of that nature. So for those one, um, those people that just need that 
I just need you here. I don't need you on this day. I just need you here every day. Personal assistance would be for you. Um, and then it can range from creating applications or documents, uh, all things you don't have time for, all those things, whatever you need. And, wow, that's a lot of things that you have to offer for people. It's not like you limit yourself, like you said. So what has been your motivation? Um, has there been any books or what keeps you motivated, shall I say? Um, any books, podcasts, scriptures, people? Um, I, I'm really doing it for my upcoming generations. I don't want my nieces or nephews or, you know, any of the kids that I've taught um, while being an educator to think that their first job has to be McDonald's or Chick-fil-A. They can actually do these tasks themselves. Um, they can pick up a package and drop it off. Uh, they can create a, a monthly schedule for you. They can answer emails, you know, um, so definitely reaching out to my generation, my upcoming generation, and let them know that you can be a jack of all trades. You know, you can do whatever you, um, you could be around like-minded people that's going to push you, um, show your potential. And then I do, um, I love Ayala books. Those have been my Bible <laughs> whenever I need some self-motivation because um, that's something that you have to build a rapport with yourself. And I've learned that over time, just that self-help, just something that's just reminding you of where you are, balancing yourself out. Um, my mind is always running a thousand miles a minute, and sometimes I can't fall asleep. And then with college, my sleeping patterns are so off, but whenever I need, a, like, a chill moment, I like to listen to um, The Sound of Rain. So I just pull up YouTube and play it for, you know, just to give me a woo-saw. And my family definitely because I have to show um, entrepreneurship wasn't shown in my family. So to be able to display that to my nieces and my nephews and my cousin or even my sisters or aunts to step out on faith and do something that's not normal or something that you haven't seen before that it's okay. So I'm doing it for them as well. So with your business, who have you worked with so far? So I would like to first start off where I felt um, the first time I actually felt like an assistant was um, at Cameo Production Studios Indicator with Miss Camille Gilmore. Um, we have such a great relationship. We had one. She taught me so much. Um, and she, I think she was actually one of my toughest clients. Um, she was very picky. <laughs> she was very particular about how she do certain things, and she gave limited direction. She'll tell me one one day she'll um, she wanted me to put something up or hang something on the wall or something like that, and I was asking her, you know, how would you like me to do it in a particular way? She was like, make it rain. I was like, what? <laughs> and I can never forget that because she gave me creative control to just just get it done. So that's why I really felt like, why, um, you know, this is where, you know, this is some assistant stuff. Like I was doing all kinds of things, but I enjoyed being in her, in her energy, in her space. And then we have um, Other Treats by Chelsea Johnson. It's in Morrow, Georgia. It's a cupcakery. Um, she also does cakes, candy apples. Um, but as far as her assistants, I help I help her out with um, some of her events that she has, like she has mommy and mimosas events or birthday events. She may want me to open or lock her facility. So we have oven treats there. And then we have um, DJ A-Star. She's an international DJ. Um, she has her own soccer program I help with. We're actually, actually in season two of our soccer program, um, U4, U6, and U8. She also has an embroidery business, um, DJ Ace Made It, where she um, she pretty much, if you look on my page or Instagram, she did my uh, my shirts, on, um, my embroidery or my pants and pad collar shirts. And then I also work with um, DJ Franchise. He has a, an amazing entertainment um, business by the name of Premier Entertainment Atlanta. They do um, the light and mirror photo booths. 
They do um, wedding venues, lighting, DJ. They they do pretty much everything. Any type of event. They've done Fox Fest. Um, they do different corporate events, maybe for Coca-Cola, things like that. So DJ franchise. And then I also work with Miss Erica. I, we were um, at a formal type of relationship. So I don't call her by her last name. I call her Miss Erica. She has her own photography company, Aegis Eyes. And then she also owns a few nightclubs here in Atlanta. And she, um, I helped her out with her towing company. So those are just some of the few of the clients that we have so far at the Pension Hat Agency or I previously worked for. Wow, your your list is not limited um, with your clients, <clears throat> with your clientele, and you have a variety. It's not just one industry; it is multiple industries. Well, yeah, multiple industries, and everybody doesn't do the same thing. So, like you said, it's something different every day, and that really, I can tell, is working uh, different parts of your brain because. These people don't have the same type of task they're asking you to do. So speaking of your mind um, and this Mental Health Awareness Month, how has Pen to Pad helped others keep a healthy mental? Uh, and, I, and we know this as entrepreneurs firsthand that you can really get in your head. You can be overwhelmed with all the things that you know you have to do, stuff you need to do for your business or to help it grow or maybe in a, a tough spot you're trying to get yourself out of. And it can really to have um, someone there that can just help you and take that load off. Um, that's that's the most fulfilling part for me is the fact they're like, dang, thank you, Jenya. Like, I don't know what I was going to do. Like, you just came in the clutch. Like, you really just helped me out. Um just knowing that someone is there to help. Like, it's, there's people out here that does, that don't mind doing those little tasks that you just don't have time for, you know, people that are willing to be a servant to others. Um, you know, you just have time for other things. You want to set your priorities under priorities and let the, you know, leave the little stuff to the little people. I, and I don't, I don't mind being the little person because those little tasks is what created those big tasks. If I didn't do the little stuff, you wouldn't ever, you wouldn't be able to maneuver as well into the big priorities. Cause those little things are like the biggest giant. So you, you need that. You need that bridge of a gap to help you out. And I think we bring that at the Pennsylvania agency. Okay. I hear it a lot that people say, Oh, Jamaican, they have a lot of jobs. And you were the true definition, like really showing that you were Jamaican at a young age working three jobs. Wow. It was one point in time, and I think I was, I want to say 19 or 20, and I was working five jobs. I lied to you not. I lied to you not. I worked five jobs, and I didn't have a car. So that, I definitely know how you feel, taking public transportation, having to go to um, from one job to another, and finding, trying to find yourself and trying to build up a rapport with people so that you can build the career that you want to have for yourself um, and that God has planned for you. So that is really cool that you actually saw at a young age that what you didn't know was going to turn into um, entrepreneurship. So what's your perspective on the word assistant? I know that we've been throwing this word around and I know that the layman terms of what everybody thinks when you say the word assistant and what pops in their head. So let's see what an actual assistant um, has to say for themselves. It took me, it took me about three years to really get motivated um, about going back to school. I got my motivation from my friend Chastity. Uh, she went to Catholic University, and she was telling me about all about her master's program, and I ended up applying um, to the very school that she went to, and now it's uh, transferred into Purdue Global University. Um, I knew that sociology was such a broad, a broad subject that I knew that I had to specialize in something. So um, 
that break in between school helped me realize uh, what I actually wanted to specialize in, and it was public administration. Let's take a break and hear a message from our sponsors. Just to reintroduce myself, my name is Jenny Evans. I am the owner and CEO of the Pen to Pad Agency. The Pen to Pad Agency is a service that provides assistance to local businesses and upcoming entrepreneurs currently located in the Atlanta area. We service all things you don't have time for. We manage lifestyles. Follow us on Instagram at pen to pad P-E-N-T-W-O-P-A-D. Email us for a free consultation for services at pen to pad at gmail.com. P-E-N-T-W-O-P-A-D at gmail.com. Let's get back to the show. Yeah, and I, I can understand that because being an entrepreneur is not the easiest thing on the planet. I feel like a lot of people really underestimate um, the toll that entrepreneurship brings on some people, especially if you're doing it by yourself and you don't have a team behind you and it's like you're trying to do multiple roles at one time and you are maybe you're short on money and you're trying to um, – do things where you're doing it so it's the most cost-effective way where you're teaching yourself how to do graphic design, you're teaching yourself how to be the accountant and everything. So I I really know, and especially from being an entrepreneur myself, I, I wanted to say uh, we appreciate people like you are who are selfless enough to say, hey, I want to help you guys out because, this is something that I know you can't take on by yourself. And until you can either get someone in this role or this might be a long-term term position that I hold, I definitely want to be there for you because I know it's not the easiest thing in the world. So with you being an entrepreneur and you um, taking on this role to help others, um, what is your self-care routine that helps you find work-life balance? Um, I feel like I know myself enough to know when I'm doing too much or um, if I'm feeling overwhelmed or um, there's a shift. I can feel my shifts. Like, you know how you just feel like something's about to change or something's about to open up or, you know, maybe you're just having, I don't know if you call it superstition, but you know, I can feel my shifts. I can feel when people are just not right or, you know, I need to leave this situation or, you know, I'm constantly, um, you know, struggling with the same the same issue or the same problem, and I have to change that. Uh, so some things that I do, um, I'll fast. Uh, like, I don't watch TV like that at all, like the typical or normal person. I'm just too busy to just sit down and watch TV, but I'll fast. <clears throat> maybe it's, you know, maybe I need to cut down on some candy, you know, or drink water more or just focus on something else. So I'll I'll, I'll do a fast. Um, my meditation music, of course, because I'm always thinking about things, you know, worrying about other things. So whenever I need, like, a chill pill for my brain going about a minute, I listen to the sound of rain. Like, I love that. I love rainy days, period. Um, and then we travel, just being somewhere that's not home, you know, anywhere that's not home <laughs> where all the drama is or, you know, all the paperwork or all the lists or the to-do list that you have to do and just take some time for self. So those are some things that I do. Well, I'm glad you, that you have a self-care routine in place because I know that, when you don't have one and or you don't stick to it and you might not even know what a self-care routine is, a lot of people can really just feel like, oh, my God, like overwhelmed and 
other things will be caused, like especially like anxiety or um, might have panic attacks or anything like dealing with stress and you might have begin to have migraines, all kind of stuff that we don't even need in our life. So kudos to you with having that in place as a precaution and preventative measure to not becoming burnt out or um, really stressed enough where you can't take it. So tell us about any upcoming projects or events that the Pentapad agency has going on. Um, So I created uh, my basic package, um, and it starts at $55. And we can customize whether it's administrative or customer service tasks, um, maybe some reoccurring assistance that you may have, um, marketing. So that's just our basic package. And you can also receive $5 off if you follow us on Instagram at Pentapad, P-E-N-T-W-O-P-A-D. So that's our basic package. It starts at $55. And then since I'm an educator and an advocate for you to – I have a a special promo for my teachers because I know how stressful the beginning of the year is and how stressful the end of the year is. Um, Most schools, you have to break your entire class down and stack chairs and tables and take down everything off the wall, Um, basically a spring cleaning. So I help teachers clean their rooms. Maybe they need to file some stuff or refile it back into boxes making copies, grading, lesson plans, and these are all things that I do already. So these are something I just want to give back to our teachers. It's $25 an hour. Um, We're going to have different contracts for different schools in Atlanta. Um, You refer a teacher and you refer your school, you get $5 off your service. So I would love to help out all my educators and teachers. That's daycare, middle, high school, elementary, um, maybe a YMCA or the Boys and Girls Club, any type of educational facility that is need, that is in need of help, this promo is definitely for you. And then I'm starting a summer program. So if you know any junior, senior, high school students or any college students, um, they would like to either earn money or receive a scholarship towards the end of the program. Just send them my way. Um, the requirements, they have to have a 500-word essay, just why they feel they need to, um, they would like to be a part of the Pentapat agency and be an assistant to others and a servant, and definitely a letter of recommendation. Uh, I think that's something um I'm really going to look forward to because you may not know yourself as well at that age, but someone else may see a different shine in you, a different light. So that letter recommendation is definitely important. Um, And all submission will go to pen to pad at gmail.com, P-E-N-T-W-O-P-A-D. 500-word essay and a letter recommendation. Um, and I want to put them to work. I want to see my young people helping out, being servants to others while earning funds or a monetary scholarship. And the parents will definitely be responsible for that. Um, I don't think at that age, um, especially for the program that I'm trying to do, they can use that money for buying their first car. They can use that money for book vouchers for school they don't have to buy sneakers with it or, you know, the fresh new outfit. I want the parents to be able to make that decision of how they would like to get their earnings from the program. And they'll be helping our local businesses and entrepreneurs with these day-to-day assistant tasks that we talked about. That's Okay, I see you got a lot going on, and we'll definitely be sharing this information with the peacemakers um, time and time again or throughout the summer because that is a valuable program that they can be a part of. And especially for the teachers, um, 
I know that this isn't going to air during um, Teacher Appreciation Week, but I definitely will um, extend Teacher Appreciation Week for when your episode is um, going to drop and even after, hopefully, um, teachers teaching um, teachers take advantage of the opportunity that you have to be um, of assistance to them. So where do you see yourself in your business um, in the next five years? Um, The next five years, I want to be owning and operating at least my first location for the Pentabet Agency. I really want it to be like a recreational training center for young adults, um, raising in the uh, high school to college era. Um, I think it's very important to have a facility for them to go to um, for leisure and for academic support. or peace of mind, or just somewhere they can, somewhere they can uh, be productive, you know, and not just be at home, or you know, just a facility for those young adults and help them um, figure out what type of career path they want to do. You know, what do I really want to do after high school and while I'm in college? You know. What else can I be doing, you know? Um, so definitely housing um, our young adults and owning and op- operating my first location, definitely, in my, within the next five years. Done. Okay. So how does being an assistant um, to others bring you a peace of mind? Um. It started at an early age. Um, I had to help my grandmother. That was that was mandatory. You know, it was no excuse around that. I could never tell her no. I wasn't going to do something. You know, I pretty much owe her everything. So whatever she asked me to do, I did it. You know, with no questions asked. Um, and I like to learn. I'm a sponge to knowledge. I want to be the best. You know, I think everyone should have that mentality. Um, and I, I don't I don't have a problem with criticism. It, I think that's what's molded me as a person, as an adult. Um, um, I like the fact that, you know, people are appreciative of my service. Like, that means a lot. Because, <laughs> you know, it's people out there that actually wouldn't mind doing the things that you just don't want to do. Um, and nothing is permanent. Um all of our clients have the ability to uh, end, their, end their contract at any time. Um, I don't want it to be something where I just have to stay. I want my clients to grow. You know, I want them to not have to use my assistance and be able to um, build their company to a Fortune 500 company. You know, this is just a stepping stone in most upcoming entrepreneurs or local business owners. You know, I like, I want to be in that beginning stage because the reward after that is beyond, like, to be a part, you know, something that, that was so small at the beginning and look how big it is. Like, that's the ultimate goal for me is just to see, um, network with people and, you know, pour into my, my youth and pour into myself and pour into others. And I think that's what it's all about. Okay. Yes, I definitely think that is it. It would bring me a peace of mind if I was an assistant to someone. So I definitely can see why you're so at peace with what you do. So let's have some fun. Yay! So question number one is, what's your favorite movie and why? I am a sap. I love Dear John. <laughs> I'm such a sap for like love movies and you know mushy 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 stuff loving basketball the top favorite I think on everyone's list is Friday <laughs> so I have a little humor a little sap and I'm not with the scary movies at all <laughs> then so <laughs> you're actually like the the I want to say the opposite of me I like comedy but also like indie movies, so, like, stuff about lifestyle or kind of like a documentary-type movie. 
some, I can't be crying all the time. Like, <laughs> I used to hate watching Lifetime movies growing up, um, especially because majority of them were sad. And even with, like, the old 90s movies that, like, all of us, like, grow up on, like, the black 90s movies about love, and especially, like, love and basketball and stuff, I, I cannot watch those over and over again. Because I don't, I like some excitement. I like to know what's going to happen. And I can't, I just can't see myself watching something sad over and over again. Except for, I lied, I lied. The um, the Boy in the Striped Pajamas. That's the only sad movie that I can watch over and over again. I don't know why. So, question number two um, What is your favorite way to travel? Plane, train, bus, car, etc. Why? I actually like to drive. It's peaceful, and most of the time, I don't have the radio on. (laughs) And I want to blame my aunt Drika for that because she we used to ride in her car all the time. With you know, we just chat like just. We just had conversation. We just talked about everything. So the radio was never on. So. Definitely driving. I love the scenery of it all and just listening to the wind blow. Like, that's everything. I'd rather drive. Definitely. Oh, my God. You you sound like my friend, my, one of my best friends. She drives with no music on. And at first, when I, like, first met her and I got in her car, I thought her radio was broken. I'm like... Every time I got in the car, I'm like, why she doesn't play, like, music? And I think it was, like, maybe a couple of months, like, after I met her, she was like, oh, yeah, I don't drive with the radio on. Like, even if we're going down the street or something, she does not put the radio on. And I'm like, that's so weird. And she always says, like, well, I just told her recently, like, the other day, that she really – she, somebody would think she's a serial killer <laughs> because she rides in silence. And she says that it's just like it's peaceful to her, too. The only thing she, that she listens to is sermons and podcasts. So um, when she does listen to this episode, she is going to crack up laughing because she's like, it's so weird what hearing your voice on a podcast. And then, two, the fact that. I'm telling people that she vibes in silence. It's going to be so funny. (laughs) So what are three random fun facts about you? See, when I was thinking about that question, I was like, I don't even, I don't even know. (laughs) Um. I'm very Atlanta, and I I know most people from, um, you know, other states or, you know, around the world. I have a very deep accent that I've been trying to control, but it comes out, and when it comes out, it is out. So most of my clients will see that part of me once we kind of, you know, break the ice. But (laughs) um, I'm unique. I I just – I. My facial expressions are everything. Like, y'all should really see my facial expressions right now. Like, I think that's one of the things that most people react to. Like, you don't hold nothing back facially. Like, yeah, I kind of have to show you how it feels because you can't really say stuff out loud sometimes. You just got to give them a look. And I use that at school, too, you know, with the kids. You know, they know if I give them that look, sit on down, you know, put your teacher voice on. Um, Another fun fact. I think I said it at the beginning. Um, my family pronounces my name Jania, um, but to the world, it's Jenya. Um, I think that's really cool. And I like to, you know, flip and flop because most people are not going to remember Jania, but most people remember Jenya because of how it's spelled. Um, another fun fact. Hmm. This is. This is a tricky, like, this was kind of hard for me <laughs> out of all of the, you know, the questions. I can wiggle my ears. I don't know how many people can actually do that. <laughs> I learned in elementary uh, from one of my PE coaches, and 
and I really I have a nice size ear too, so I you know, I used to get picked on back in the day. But once I learned how to do it and nobody else could do it, I thought I was pretty cool. So <laughs> Jay. Oh my God. See, that's that's funny because you were learning how to wiggle your ears in elementary school and then this one guy who I think we I went to Catholic school, so um in Catholic school, you go, you're in the same class with everyone until you graduate, unless somebody leaves. But for nine times out of ten, you're in the class, the same class with every single person that you came in the school with. And so this one boy, Josh, Joshua Song, taught me how to flip my eyelids out so I can pull down on my bottom lid and pull up on the top lid and like push my eyelid out and you can see my eyelids facing at you. And it's so funny because people are like, your eyes don't get stuck like that. <laughs> but I really don't know who can do that either. So I guess we're in the boat with being able to do something that a lot of people can't do. So would you rather be without Wi-Fi or cable for a year? Definitely cable. I really don't watch TV. I absolutely like. I don't even have one in my room. No TV. I don't. I don't have time for TV. But when I do, I watch it all day. But I have to be off and nothing to do. But I can really go without cable. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the same with me too. I. I have a TV in my room, but it collects dust. It's, I think I just, I in my mind, I think my room is like an IKEA setup. It's just there for show and not really to perform what it's supposed to perform. But every now and then, I watch the TV. Um, so yeah, I, I I don't think I would be able to live without Wi-Fi. So what? What's what's something that you cannot live without? And I think, you know, we were put together. Definitely we connected because my peace of mind, like, give me all that. That is mine. I worked so hard to keep my, you know, to keep my sanity, you know, to be in my own little special place, my own little special bubble. And, you know, you attract you attract the people. You attract people. So I would have to say my peace of mind and knowing when to let go, um, knowing when to, you know, you know, I'm outgrowing it or, you know, just having that peace of mind to know. That's yes. Besides Chick-fil-A, I think I would have to split the number one spot between – Chick-fil-A in my peace of mind as well because it's hard to give up Chick-fil-A because I can't go without it, but peace of mind definitely is up there. So I think on my top list it would have to be zero, um, 0. 0.5, and then 0. 0.5, and then one. So, yeah, I'll have to make some leeway in between there to definitely have um, a little half and half of what I needed to be at my number one spot. So if you had to choose one song to be a theme song for yourself, what song would it be? Uh, I told y'all from Atlanta, so I have a little ratchet in me, and this is like my ultimate favorite song. And some of the words apply and some don't. And for my listeners with, you know, virgin ears, I apologize. But it has to be Savage by Future. That is my ultimate theme song. It just, I don't know, the beat does something to me. And he, he speaks a lot of stuff that I can kind of relate to and some stuff that I can't. But the whole song goes in for me. I love it. If I need a, a pick-me-up or let them know who I am, what I'm about, what type of business I bring, I'm a savage. I think that just, I bring it. I am the go-getter. I am the go-to. I am the girl. I am it. I'm, you know, I'm just, I just feel my, that song just make me feel myself. So, 
you know, if you have um, PG ears, I definitely think you should get the clean version. But, you know, for my other people, they know what I'm talking about. Like, that is my song. <laughs> Done. Wow, I was cracking up over here because I would have never thought that it was your song. <laughs> and the fact that I think I'm a I'm a buy that ring song from Apple um at the Apple um iTunes store and put that in a ringtone just because I really don't have music ringtones for anybody else, but I think that's gonna be your ringtone. I think if it was back in the day and I had to choose a ringtone, you know how you used to record the ringtone for somebody, that would have definitely been yours because I I, w- I would have had to let them know that that was your song. <laughs> so that's your number one song and that's your theme song. What's your number one thing on your bucket list? My number one thing on my bucket list is to definitely give back to Jamaica Um Without without that, you know, I wouldn't be here. I would have my parents. I would have my grandparents. Um, so I definitely would have to give back. And my brother, my oldest brother, brother is actually there. So I don't get to see him as much. And if I have something special there, I can always see him. Um, and that's something very tender to my heart because it will possibly, um, what I'm thinking about is a rehabilitation center because, uh you know, most people don't talk about those different trials in your life, but I think that what makes you it makes you um, grow as a person. Um, with our upbringing, uh, my mother passed at an early age for all of us. Um, he kind of had a tougher lifestyle than I did, and um, life took a toll on him and um, got addicted to a lot of different drugs and got in a lot of trouble here in the States, and he had to go back. So for his consequences, you know, that's what it is. But, you know, battling and we're talking about mental health, that that's one of the things on my bucket list when I get some real sure coins and, you know, the money really start coming in, you know, things are good. I'm definitely going to give back to Jamaica, definitely. Okay. Okay, well, that definitely is something that is very achievable, and I want to reach out to all of my peacemakers that are listening. If you are an entrepreneur or you know some people down in Jamaica that can make this happen, some investors, hit your girl, Jenya, up so that we can get this popping. We can we can fulfill her number one bucket list dream. And we can get the ball rolling because that is something that can help every single person. And especially we we all know someone or either know someone who knows someone who knows someone who has been in a predicament where they have um, went through addiction, whether it is to drugs or it's alcohol. And we, we know that we can find a way to help each other especially by putting helping Junior put this together. So I know I have a lot of listeners, so let's let's make something happen. At least if you're not gonna contribute information, send some prayers up for your girl because all the prayers will definitely put everything into place and we can get the ball rolling. So with that being said, let them know how they can contact you, Miss Evans. All right, y'all. It's Jenny Evans, the CEO and owner of the Pen to Pen Agency. You can follow us on IG. That's Instagram at Pen to Pad, P E N T W O P A D. You can hit up my Instagram at G the Assistant. That's the letter G T H T H E Assistant. Um, we're also you can contact me at six seven eight 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 six. Four five nine four for your free consultation. All of our clients will see free consultation. I want to know what you need help with. What are the things you just don't have time for? And we can customize your package to fit your need. Um, keep on the lookout for one of our junior seniors or college students to be helping you with these tasks because that is what we're doing it for. We're doing it for the culture. All right, this is G, the assistant, the CEO and owner of the Pen to Pad Agency, and you're listening to Peace of Mind with the Soul Coach.
Hey, you guys, I just want to let you know, thank you for listening to my episode and you can keep up with us on Instagram at your underscore peace of mind, me on my personal page at the soul coach coach with a K and we're on Twitter at keep smiling P O M. We're on YouTube at peace of mind with tsk you can email me at your peace of mind 2016 at gmail.com um let me see what else what else what else we got you can find this episode located on apple music google play spotify everywhere youtube on our channel because we do drop it on there and yeah be sure to rate review give this episode a hand clap give it a thumbs up five stars everything let us know what you want to hear what episode um what features you want to hear on episodes and let's keep it going so peacemakers thank you for keeping this going and hashtag keep smiling